Welcome to the Tea Podcast, the podcast that always takes it there. Your host for the Tea Podcast is T from the infamous teablog.com. Today, T is joined on the Tea Podcast by Bilo the co-host, the world's greatest co-host. Listen in as T and Bilo entertain you through witty dialogue and comments covering everything and anything two grown men can possibly discuss in anywhere from over or under an hour. Now here is your host and co-host, T and Bilo. All right, Bilo, we're live. Buenos dias, como estas? <laughs> Welcome, Bilo, and everyone to the Tea Podcast for Thursday, May 28th, 2020. Welcome to the Tea Podcast number 160. Bilo, where the fuck have you been? You, you haven't been, been on the Tea Podcast since... April 9th, I just checked. April 9th, Bilo. Wow. That's been a long time. I wonder. I was wondering where you went. I was wondering where the fuck you went. The listening audience is wondering where you went. I've been giving updates on my, even though I've only been doing one a week since the last, I don't know, month or so, between myself, Melby, when she was still doing them, I was giving the audience an update. I'm like, I don't know if Bilo's in Bilo land. I don't know if Bilo's back in his bunker. I don't know if Bilo has corona. I don't know if Bilo's dead, but you're alive. I am looking at you right now, Bilo. I crawled out from the inner bowels of quarantine. <laughs> and I made it. And I'm healthy. Haven't been able to go to the gym, but trying to stay healthy. Yeah, you and For me sure. have that in common, man. Trying to make do with what we got, right? It's... Uh, it's uh, for two people, you know, people that come here listen to the podcast, for two people who have worldly advice, who have experienced a lot, who are pretty confident in who they are as men, uh, I got to say, you and I are very routine, very structured. And, you know, last time you were on here during the quarantine, it was on the early, early stages of the home quarantine. Bilo's already didn't turn his phone off. As a, that's Bilo, ladies and gentlemen. He's back to being Bilo. Uh, but now, I don't know, what do you want to say, Bilo? Are we, we're not quite on the other side of it now because we still don't know where we are, but things are starting to open. I don't know if we're on the other side of it because the line keeps moving. They do keep moving the fucking line. Are you... It's ridiculous. How I, are you coping? I've had quite a, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm doing well. I just am tired of it. Uh, I think it's a scam. <laughs> To be honest with you, it's just are you going to go outside and protest to reopen the gyms? Well, you talk to people, and it's you know everyone talks about it. It's actually I went to a uh, Memorial Day fiesta the other day, and everyone started talking about it. And I actually just stopped in the middle of the place, and I said, "Can we just not talk about this anymore?" <laughs> I said, "I don't want to spend my Memorial Day weekend talking about something like this that everybody talks about. Let's talk about normal things, and you can move on because if you focus on it." It's going to consume you. What was I don't the know, picture man. of that fiesta, though? What was it like? Were people wearing masks? Some were, some weren't. Were people staying No, nobody had a mask. Nobody was really on top of each other either. I mean, it wasn't like a huge rager. I mean, it was a... How many people? If, I don't... I can't count, but I've had to count on the top of my head. Probably like, you know, 12, 13, 14. You know, inside? Outside? Outside. No, it was all outside because it was a gorgeous weekend. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, because I, I, I talk to these people, and they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm all for being responsible. 
you know, I think people need to stop being responsible. Uh, they shouldn't be told they have to be responsible. And to me, it's like common sense, but mm -hmm. everyone keeps talking about all this stuff. But, you know, I was talking with somebody and like, oh, everything's opening up on Monday and we can go back out. And I'm just like, well, what's different between Sunday and Monday? Like people just think it's like miraculous that they come up with a day that you can start doing stuff. Yeah. And like, it seems to say the world's cured. And the same thing with this whole process was like, yeah, I don't even know what we're trying to do anymore. You know, everyone says, well, you have to, you know, it's all old news now, but everyone's like, oh, you have to do this because we have to save room for the people who will get ill, which is fine. I'm all for it. I mean, I do realize that it's something that, you know, people can get ill, but you know, look how many hospitals never filled up. Look how many hospitals that, you know, had to reduce. I know many medical professionals that took pay cuts and also had uh, their hours reduced because the hospitals weren't busy. Well, uh, did we over-prepare? all the other things. Did we over-prepare? Did we over-panic? Like, you know, I don't expect the officials and the scientists and the doctors and the politicians to have all the answers, but I feel like now looking back, you know, I'm not a panicky type of guy. Like you, I think it's just people should be responsible. People should know what they're doing. People, I mean, you and I have talked about this. We don't, you know, go out. I don't get the flu shot. I don't go out there in flu season. I don't touch my face during the flu season. I'm not saying it's the same thing, but it's a lot of common sense. But, Bilo, surprisingly, it, it exposed that the country is full of a lot of people that do not have common sense because that is how people got sick, I think. I know some well, underlying health like, issues, but. You know, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, I've always had a distaste for the media. And we can, then we can talk about some other stuff. But I watched something this morning. They had two doctors on, two medical professionals, two totally different points of view. This is what I'm saying. Like, you don't even know what to believe anymore. You, that's what I'm trying to say is one minute you can catch it from touching it. Next minute, you can't get it from touching it. Next minute, you, you know, it's like, and I understand things change. You learn more stuff. Uh, your question about over panicking. I think there is a sense of overreaction and some of it, right? Because they said, oh, we had to flatten the curve. I understand that whole concept. They wanted to build up all the hospitals, get the stuff ready, just in case we did have an outbreak. Fine. The problem is they're not winding it down, right? They didn't like, you know, how many months has this been now? You know, I'm not, I, you know, everyone has a different- We're going on month three. I mean, we're going on month three and I hear you. It's like Dr. Fauci, let's call him one of the most, let's call him the expert. They, they, they stereotyped him as the expert. They placed him in the position of being the expert. He went from don't wear a mask to wear a mask. Don't go outside. It's bad for you. Staying inside is bad for you. It's, it's tough to like, and again, Trump, all those folks, I feel like on a, on a, on a national level, local level, I don't expect them all to have the answers, but I feel like leadership across the board dropped the ball. And now we're just like, it's up to us. It's up to me right now to say, all right, it's like, do I want to go to Belo's house and touch him and risk it? infecting me or you do i want to go to the supermarket do i want to go out to eat and get food with melty now it's up to me to decide am i risking my life exactly do what you feel safe doing and again if you don't i mean again it's 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 the whole thing you know the whole leadership thing i, I don't know i'm just tired of this whole thing but again it's the whole thing that's kind of silly right so i remember we haven't talked in a couple weeks we didn't really, we haven't even really spoken too much um because you've been hiding yeah i've been right hiding. i've been right here i've been away so I was in uh, Beelow Land, the, the sequel. Um, in Florida, they opened, you know, several, a couple weeks ago, they opened up the beaches, right? In Jackson, this is before all the beaches opened. All the beaches open now, right? They all opened up this week. Gyms are opening this week. You know, they're going back to normal. Up, you know, in your communist state, I don't even know how you live there anymore. Uh, you might as well go live in communist Russia or China. 
Um, but they opened up full, they opened up, uh, was it Jacksonville beach? They opened up the beach and they said, you can go between the hours of, you know, nine and 11. And then between the hours of like three and five, I forget the hours, but it was like two hours in the morning, two hours a night. So then they opened up and said that. Then they got pissed off because the beaches were crowded with everybody on there. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? You're forcing people to go at a two hour interval when it's the only thing that they can do in one small beach. It's, of course it's going to be crowded. Yeah. If you want to spread it out, open up everything, right? Open up all the beaches so instead of having this one small section to go to, they can go to hundreds of miles. That's, that's the only thing that's amazing. I see some of the stuff that they're doing, and it's just kind of, you know, idiotic, you know? Not well, to mention, you know, you can't, you have, we talked about this before. You have to wear a mask or you're going to get arrested, but yet they're letting prisoners out of jail because they're overcrowded yeah. and they want them in there. Like, like the whole common sense thing. This is why I'm just tired of it, and I think it's all a scam. Because who in their right mind says we're going to arrest people for not wearing a mask? But in the same token, we have to let people out of jail because the jails are too crowded and you're going to get sick. So now you're going to take people, you're going to arrest them for not wearing a mask, then you're going to put them in jail where they're going to get sick, and then you're going to let them out where they can spread it. Like, this is the yeah. common sense that we have. Well, I said on last week's solo podcast that, you know, I'm, I'm so, let me, I'm going to ask you something first, but I'm going to state, like, I don't want to call it the new normal. I hate that phrase. I don't want to say, like, things are going to be back to normal when, when there's going to be a vaccine. I want to get to a normal that I'm comfortable with. And I said last week, Melty and I are planning our wedding. We're going forward with it. I got to get your Bela Land address, by the way, off the show, because I want to send you the wedding invitation. Um, where does going ahead with that? Like, I'm going in with the move, moving into to yeah, Melty's place. You have to. Like, you have what, to live. What, yeah. I feel comfortable enough where I could do that. I can make do without a gym being open right now. I got, you know, my stuff in the house, outside, going to the track. I can make do with planning for the move and the wedding. I can make do with, as much as you know I love movies, watching a video on demand. I could make do with watching sports without a crowd if I have to. But And I'll go to restaurants where they reopen but I'll take away. I don't want to dine with a mask on and feel uncomfortable. So I'm starting to make peace for what it is. What have you made peace with what you are willing to live with in this new world? Are you yeah, still I'm, frustrated well, or? I, I'm, I'm, I look at it this way. We have to learn to live with it. And that's what people have to deal with. Like you can't wait for two years to have a vaccine. Life does not stop. And then people are having issues with a lot of things. I think it's you have to do what's right, do what's safe. You know, I've always wiped everything down anyway. Like, this is like, to me, I love it. Because I, you know, I get on a plane. I've flown several times. And everyone's wiping everything down. I'm like, I've been doing this for years at MoFos. And I, you just have to, you know. Well, tell the audience this. Speak. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. But you are one of the very few people, maybe the only person, that I've known who has flown during this. Can you just a snapshot a little snippet can you tell a listener audience what it's like to get on a plane right now well it depends i've flown several times and the first time i flew there was like five people on the plane it was great the airports <laughs> were dead i have pictures i don't know if i sent you the pictures like you, you, me you go through you know you go through like one of the busiest airports in the world and it was dead when i say dead like you you there's nobody there and everyone's like well, why are you flying I'm like you know what? right now it's the cleanest it's, it's the safest time to fly nobody's flying and they're wiping everything down um, and I recently flew and it's changed. Uh, the last couple trips that I did, um, uh, the flights were pretty full. Uh, one of them was actually full as much as they were going to sell. How the they do the rows? Had, Is it every other yeah, row? There's, no, there's no middle, uh, nobody was in the middle seat. Um, and the last one I just did recently, 
I would say, you know how those planes have two sections, like three on each side, whatever it is, a 737 or whatever. There was one person in every row, like in sections. So you had like three seats to yourself. Um, hmm. The airline's doing good. They don't give you, uh, they don't give you uh, drinks or food on the plane any longer. They give you like a plastic bag with like stuff in it. Do you have to bring your own mask or do they supply it? No, you had to bring your own mask. Um, what if you didn't? Other people, do they let you fly? Have you seen anyone without well, a mask? Well, no, now all the airports require it. Yeah. The only time, the, the, the funny thing is, right? I just, like I said, and again, to me, you have to look at for what it is. And a lot of people don't realize, a lot of people think that, um, there's a couple of times I do want to talk about, uh, but there's a lot of people think, I think it's the false sense of security. Because we talked about the gloves, people put the gloves on, they don't realize it's for contact transfer. Like I saw a guy on the plane, you know, he had his mask on, he had his gloves on, which is fine. You know, you worry about the contact transfer, but then he takes his headphones off <laughs> with his gloves on, puts him in his suitcase. Then he takes out his phone, he starts touching his phone. Then he starts scratching his head. Like it's a false sense of security. People don't realize they're supposed to touch something. Before you touch anything else, take the gloves off, because that way now you didn't get the contract transfer. It's, I think just people have a false sense of security. But people have to remember, like the wearing the mask does not stop anything. It's all about minimizing your exposure, right? So you are going to go out, you are going to come across people you know, if you come across a thousand people, you're more likely to have an issue than if you come across two people. Doesn't mean yeah. you can't get it if you go across the two people. You know, it's the same thing as like, I can go into Home Depot, right? And I can walk through Home Depot till I'm blue in the face, you know, buying all these things, go to Lowe's, go to the grocery store, but then I can't go into Macy's and buy a shirt. Like I look at the comments, I understand the whole necessity and they want, see, this is what I'm saying. They want to try to minimize the risk, but you're still allowing mass groups of people to get together yep. and everyone's like, well, you can't, you can't go back into work because you might catch a disease, but I can go walk through I go food supermarket shopping. and Lowe's and now they'll say, well, my workplace is what got me sick. And I, now it's up to work because I got sick. But like, you know what? People just have to learn to realize what's going on. You're trying to minimize the risk of catching it and you're decreasing your odds by taking these safety precautions because nothing is going to prevent it besides sitting by yourself. Right. One, Just stay by one yourself. Question about the airplane, though. What about the bathroom? Were people using the bathroom? Did you use the bathroom? You can't use the bathroom in the front. Um, and this is Why? like several flights. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You only can use the bathroom in the back. The Did best you know? thing is when you go through the airport, they want you to all wear a mask and stuff like that, which is fine. You know, I, I, I go with it because I don't, you know, I don't want anyone to get in trouble. You know, in some places I've been, it was the business's responsibility to make sure people have the masks. You know, I'm like, I don't want somebody to get in trouble because, you know, of me. And I'm like, ah, just put on a mask. Who cares? What's the thing that's pissing me off? It's one thing if your beliefs are, well, I don't think I should be wearing a mask, blah, blah, blah. Respect the place you're going to because they're just trying to run a business. But this, see, the other thing that drives me crazy is, like, now, like, you go into the store, they put arrows on the floor. And you're supposed to go in one direction to maximize mm -hmm. the flow. I'm like, okay, so you're trying to have the direction so you don't pass people. Well, number one, most people don't follow it. Number two, people are staying in the store longer because if I have to go, because I was at the store, and I'm like, oh, I just bump over the little next aisle and have to get this little thing. But no, I can't just pop to the end of the aisle. <laughs> I have to no. go all the way down and come back all the way around and wait behind people and go around people. Like the whole purpose of the mask was to prevent the spreading. So put the arrows if you don't want me to wear a mask. But if you want me to wear a mask, don't put the arrows. Well, he's still supposedly, even with the mask on, you're not supposed to have uh, contact within six feet, which still, they still want you to social distance. So they want you to do it, but you can't, you, you can't even risk. do that in stores though. Like I pass people three inches from me when I go food shopping, you know? So yeah, it's just so like, good. it is what it is. I mean, I have to track every day. People run by me, I run by them in the lane. So you know what? I'm, what I'm willing to risk is 
I want to go out and work out. You know, it's, it's well, like I look at it balance. this way. At this point, I mean, this is my opinion. And again, I don't want anyone to get ill, I think, you know, but I'll minimize the risk. I'll do what I can. I keep myself clean. I carry hand sanitizer. I carry Clark's wipes. I have a mask. I'm not neurotic about it, but I'm careful with what I touch. I don't touch my face unless I know I clean my hands, period. You know, I've always been like that. But I'm not going to stop living my life. You know, I went out to eat at a restaurant. It was the best thing. Because uh, the place I was in had restaurants open, ordered a drink from the bar. Again, it was plenty of space. You know, they're doing it right. The restaurant did a great job. I will tell you, they did a great job. Um, you know, you, you still feel like you're out, even though they have tables spaced out. You know, they make sure that everyone's keeping their distance from each other. Were you hesitant, though, interact. sitting there and drinking the glass? No. With the, nothing bothered no. you? No. I, listen, if I, I hate to say this. And I, if I get ill, I'm accepting that issue. You know, I don't want to get anyone else. So don't say this. But if I go down, I went down happy because I'd rather go down living somewhat of a normal life than sitting locked up in a house all the time. That's my yeah, opinion. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. You know, like I said, I'm not, I wear masks because again, it's, it helps prevent, if you have it, you can spread, you know, they say the vapor, I read what they say, who knows what you believe, but if they say it helps you from preventing it because your molecules won't spread as far, it keeps most of them in, I'll do it, right? Because I don't want anyone else to get ill because of me. I want to still live my life, but I don't want to cause an issue for somebody else. But so is the things safe, I want to talk about. Is it safe to say that you'll be at my wedding in October? Oh, I have no issue going to a wedding if I'm healthy and you're having it. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, I have no hesitation Good. Um, at all. Um, you know, and even by that time, things about the things I want to talk about, man, did you see that Central Park video? With the yeah, girl so called the I didn't know how, you I know, we don't, this we usually don't get political. But a lot has happened I'm yesterday. I'm not getting political here. But no, I'm just saying, like, there's opinions and everything going on. And usually, you and I are pretty topical when it comes to pop culture and sports and stuff like that. But those two videos that came out yesterday, obviously, with, with the cop killing the, the black guy on the ground. And then the other one came out with the woman in Central Park with the dog. That um, was, uh, the, the lady was, like, I felt so badly for that dog. I like, felt so bad for that fucking video, dog. Because she's like doing this whole thing and she's like yanking the dog around by the collar. It was choking. Like, I was like the whole thing I was watching. She carried it like a fucking yes yeah. by its neck. The whole thing I was watching. I'm like, what is going on with this lady with this dog? I understand what she was saying with the guy. Listen, I'm not making any, I mean, from what you see in the video, it, it does look, I mean, cause the guy was calm. He wasn't saying anything. Absolutely. You don't know what she's happened. She's clearly a crazy bitch. Clearly. She was clearly crazy cause the way she was calling around the dock. And, and again, if someone's being threatened and stuff, like that she's just sitting there calling the cops standing there like me if i thought my life was in danger i'm hightailing it out of there <laughs> the only thing i'm trying to say is you see some videos right you don't always know the full story because you don't know what happened before the recording and i'm not saying anything happened in this case i'm not even trying to allude to it because like clearly looking at this lady if she like i said i mean common sense tells me like yeah if, if you want to take back if you're gonna pick, like, i would have picked up that fucking dog and took off or i would have left the dog and kept running so I that's my life the thing. Was in danger their altercation regardless clearly she's fucking what she was trying to do to get that guy fucking shot by a cop is insane but you're right we don't know what happened up until before that but just focusing on the dog part clearly the way she was treating that dog that is a crazy fucking woman. Do you see that? Not only did she lose her job and apologize, but she had she to turn the dog. dog back in. She lost the fucking dog. As she should no, have. good, good. Again, I think she was crazy. Again, I don't want anyone to say something like that about, you know, false accusations or anything like that. I mean, again, I don't know the whole story. I just know what the video is. But I'm a peer of somebody. If I were to see that in court, I would say, you don't look like your life was in danger because 
you didn't run. Her life was not fucking because she she backed. Listen, she backed way away, and then she, she came towards him. So she yeah. came towards him. And he's like, social distance, stay. Can you stay away from me? I mean, I, I write a lot about it. That basically he was like somebody that's affiliated with uh, I don't know what his formal name was called, but in the park that they he's trying to conserve the area. So he was actually just yeah, minor. It's a bird area. Right. Bird so he's in there all the time, but he's also some sort of a, yeah. not an official, but he had every right to say that to remind her the dog should be on a leash. But the way she... It doesn't matter. Anybody should say that because I can't... I, that, nothing irritates me more than people don't keep the dog on a leash when you're in the park. I agree. I and love again, dogs. People say my dog leash. is trained. My dog is this. But you know what? A dog is an animal, right? Yep. And number one, I don't want your dog coming up on me. And what happens... It's not only that, but I've seen in the park another dog come that's on a leash. So now here you have this dog that may be well-trained yes. around people, perfectly fine. But now another dog comes up and whatever is in the air, they get pissed off and those dogs go crazy. That's why people need to keep their dogs on leashes, right? And I think yep. that if you want to take your dog out in public like that, you need to do that. So well, here's, speaking it, it, on it's that. for that situation right there, that situation right there where you don't know what's going to happen if another dog comes up, which parks have a lot of them. But firsthand um, experience, I'm at the track every day once, twice a day, I'm running around. So in the middle of the track is a big turfy area. There's a lot of people that come there with their dogs. So a lot of them have them on leashes. There's every once in a while, somebody will come down the bleacher stairs, take the dog off the leash. The dog runs to the fucking turf, to the field. And now exactly what you said, that dog is running all around attacking, not fighting, but trying to play with the dog's own leashes. You don't know how the owners are going to react. They don't know if they like, you don't know if that guy with the dog on a leash is going to allow you to come up to you and get your dog away from his dog. That could start a whole fucking thing with the social distancing. Yeah, no, it's dog it's, on a it's, leash. It's, it's, it's crazy. Then the other one with the police video, you know what? He says, please, I, have, I can't breathe. Please, I well, can't breathe. Can I tell you something? I, I, again, from what you see from the video, you know, I have a couple of viewpoints on this. One, sometimes, I'm not even justifying, I'm not even trying to say it. I'm just trying to, this is general, take that video out of there, right? Sometimes people, it's a lot easier to be a Monday morning quarterback on situations, I've said this to you before, unless you've been in that situation. Sometimes you don't know how you're going to act, right? So sometimes people could say, oh, I would have done this or I could have done that. It's so much easier when you know afterwards the outcome. Now, in this situation like this, you know, everyone's upright, uproar. And what irritates me in some of these situations is everybody always blames it on race. And I think as a country, we would do much better to help eliminate some of these problems if people said a police officer should not do that to a person. It has nothing to do with him being black. The reason why he did it or whatever, it, I mean, I don't even know. But I feel that if we stop, if the only way we're going to get over what people claim this race thing is, or, or something, is if we stop focusing on it and making it the priority. Because again, that should not happen to a person. It should not happen to a white person, should not happen to a black person, should not happen to a Chinese person, should not happen to a Hispanic person or a Latino or whatever, how you want to classify them, right? It, it's not a black and white type thing. It's a person should not do this to another person. And I, I get more inclined i'm more inclined to jump on that wagon and have everybody come together and say hey this is a human rights issue it's not a white on black issue um you know you should not be you know in handcuffs on the ground again if they were subduing him and he wasn't in handcuffs again i don't know the whole story i, I know that they say he was in handcuffs and he couldn't move you know you see some cases where they're still combating i don't know you know i don't know enough about it 
but I don't think we should focus on it being a black and white. We should focus on that type of thing should not happen. So, right. That type of thing going to happen yeah, to any person. I, I hear everything you're saying. I, I agree with that. So I'm going to take race out of it for a second. I'm coming at it from me. You know, me, my upbringing. And again, I, I respect for police now, but when I was younger, I, growing up in East Boston, there were a lot of cops. I mean, again, they came and took my fucking dad away, but I mean, he was a criminal cops that I've known most of my life. A lot of them, I'm not stereotyping every single cop. I mean, a lot of them are heroes. They put their life on the line. A lot of them abuse their power. A lot of them take it to their abilities that they could do something because they have the badge. They have the gun. They have that uniform. They have that hat. And they insert themselves sometimes all willy-nilly, whether it's something like easy as pulling you over, giving you a speeding ticket, telling them, telling people to respect who they are as a cop and individual. So two people in that video, there's four cops, but the one you see, he's Asian. And then there's the white cop that's on top of him. The problem with that is, again, I think a lot of cops abuse their power. Now bring a race back into it. There aren't enough people taking videos of one. It's a white cop doing it to a white guy. There isn't enough videos exactly. of it's See, a black you. cop doing it to a, a white guy. It's people will start filming when it's a, a black person being arrested. So, again, you don't know what happened before that. Now, that's not excusing anything what the fuck that guy did. Clearly, they killed no, no, that, that guy. I Listen, I, I'm with you, too. It's, there's no excuse for that, but that's what I'm telling you is people, and again, it's, I want to just make a comment on what you're saying. Every profession, if you want to call it a profession, every profession, every race, every gender, every country, everything in the world has good and bad. You have a lot of police officers. There's a lot of good police officers. Some may not be so good. There's a lot of good doctors, some may not be so good. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of athletes, some may not be so good. There's a, always a section, unfortunately, we have this stigma of trying to penalize the entire population of what we're focusing on as being bad for a couple bad eggs because our media only focuses on the negativity. So you can have a small percentage, and I'm not trying to say that it's a small percentage, right? I'm just saying you can have a small percentage of something, but if you only focus on the one small percentage of that thing that's happening, right? That's what you got to think everything is. And that's where we end up having a problem is again, yes, I, there's bad everything. There's, dude, there's bad computer programs that are bad people, right? And then there's some really good ones. There's a count, any profession you have good and bad. Well, here's the thing, and, people aren't talking about you know, a bad or racist doctor, a bad or racist computer programmer. They want to talk about the police because they have access to that. And social media plays into this. Well, because they don't want, they don't want the uh, control type thing. And it's a better story. It is a better story. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a better, look at how many people, how these doctors, you can have bad doctors. Look at the malpractice suits. Look at the doctors who leave things in people's bodies. Like you have all these things. And like you said, People want to focus on being racist because they don't have it when you have, you know, a black police officer with a white guy. It does happen. It really does happen. Like you said, there's white, I've seen white cops throw white guys around. So they're not just doing it to the black people. But if you watch the media, you may think that's the only thing that's going on. Right. So and with that, being it should said, be a with, person thing. With race people being taken out of people. it. I agree. With race being taken out of it, profession being taken out of it. That man killed that man. You know, he had his knee on him. That guy couldn't breathe. He killed him. So what, regardless if now you want to stop bringing because it's a cop and he's abusing his power or because he was a white racist guy on a black guy, he clearly fucking killed that guy. Because, 
Again, my thing is if you have four cops there and if your brother's a big guy or brother who's a murderer, but I know he was like a suspect of forgery, you get off. If that guy still gets up and resists arrest, you put him back down. There's four of you to him. You put him back down. That's what they had to do until the paramedics, whoever had to get there. Putting a knee to the back of the fucking neck, that is excessive. Yeah, I mean, they could, have held, they could have held him down. Absolutely. Not on his neck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could have sat on him. Like, if, if he was being, again, I don't know. If someone's being uh, combative and you have him in handcuffs, you know, they could have held him down or even just grabbed his arms or tried to hold him or yep. something. And I'm not, you know, again, in the situation, because I know those situations, there are ways you can subdue him and bring him down without having to, you know, I think kneel on his head for, you know, what they said, seven minutes. Um, but like I said, to me, I think we should focus on, as a country, if you really want to get unity in all this, it should not be a person. If, don't just say people. Like, a person should not do that. A person should not, you know, have to go through that. Um, and then you yeah. get, I think everyone would have a lot more support for it too, because other people start to turn off and they instantly say, oh, automatically, oh, it's going to be the race thing. And people, some people do turn the other, some people do turn the other way because people don't want to just deal with that whole issue. Yep. I agree. Instead of just making it a, a person issue. That's my point. I do have to run momentarily though. I know you do. So we'll wrap this up, but I want to leave on a, on a different positive because I don't want people to come here and I mean, again, we, we changed it up from the fucking quarantine and yeah, I don't want to talk COVID. about that shit anymore. I'm so and then oh, we got a little political. Uh, HBO Max went live today. Now I don't know if you looked into it, but uh, real quick, I did it today. Uh, I couldn't get it at first, even though I subscribed to HBO through Comcast. Comcast was one of the last few providers that weren't going to do it. They struck a deal last minute with Time Warner today. So as of like three o'clock this afternoon, I have access to HBO Max because I pay Comcast a boatload of money for access to regular HBO. So I loaded the app on my smart TV. Now, below you and I, because we talked about Disney Plus when that first launched. Uh, remember on Disney Plus, how they have, they still have it, that whole Marvel section? Well, yeah. Time Warner owns HBO. Time Warner owns DC. Time Warner has a whole DC section. So That's great. The golden holy grail of comic book movies is Marvel Disney. You go to this DC section, it's, it's Suicide Squad, it's Aquaman, it's Wonder Woman, this show called Doom Patrol. They have a DC section, but it's shit. The reason I'm looking forward to it, because again, being an old school comic book fan and a movie guy, I don't know if you heard, Titans HBO Max, that the fans finally got it. The, the, the Snyder cut of... The uh, Justice League. Everybody wanted Snyder, who got pulled off early because his daughter committed suicide. They gave it to Josh Whedon. Everybody wanted that. So Time Warner's investing $30 million in 2021. The Snyder cut of Justice League, even though it was a barrel of monkey shit, we get to see Zack Snyder's cut of the fucking Justice League next year. And this is what it has everybody up and arms. They go into for that in the Friends reunion. Do either one of those things appeal to you and are you going to get no. HBO Max? I don't watch much television at all anymore. Even during the quarantine? Like things. you're not trying to... To be honest with you, I've watched nothing. I mean, I've watched a couple things at the beginning, but I can, I can count on my hands. Like I stopped watching the news and stuff like that because it's just, you know, bad. So you only um, did Tiger King earlier on during the pandemic. Yeah, I did Tiger King. I did a few other little small things. I started to watch... Uh, um, yeah, I, yeah, no, I only do Tiger King. I got to wait for Melton to catch up to, to Ozark. Yeah, I want to watch, everyone tells me I should watch it, Ozark. But yeah, I don't, I got to start watching something. 
I was watching Dirty Money. I was watching, um, there's another thing I started watching the other day. What about movies though? All the movies that are in theaters got rates of video on demand. Have you watched movies? No, nothing. I'm telling you, nothing. All right, did you watch The Last Dance? No. You didn't watch that Jordan documentary? I don't watch any television now, man. I'm telling you, if I- Well, there's no sports, you're not watching TV. What the fuck are you doing as the world's greatest coach? You're not gonna come here and talk about it. (coughs) You're barely on social media. You're coughing all over my fucking podcast. It's my my Mona. No, I um, I know I can't believe I was coughing. I'm sorry. I should have muted. Yeah, man. I'm not um, watching television. I'm not watching movies. I'm not on social media at all. All right. Well, let me let me let me pivot real quick because I don't want to leave on you fucking not adding any any value to this topic. Yesterday, the NHL said they are coming back. They don't have a date yet. They picked eight hub cities. They're gonna get down to two. They're gonna go right to a 2014 playoff system. Not 16 this year. 24. The Boston Bruins, because they were the number one team in the league, are in the playoffs. Hockey's coming back. NBA has to turn their proposal in. They're talking to Disney of playing the play, their playoffs, going right to playoffs in, in Disney in Orlando. And then NFL says they're going through it. Uh, Major League Baseball, three teams open up their spring training facilities on a part-time basis. Sports are coming back. There's going to be obviously probably no, no audiences, no crowds, no people in the stands. Are you happy that sports are coming back? And even though we can't go, how do you feel about the new world of sports? For now? Yeah, I think the whole sports thing, I think we should have had sports the whole time. And I think they should have just continued with the testing. Because... Like Dana know, White did. did. He said, fuck it. Well, this is what... Yeah, this is... But again, this is entertainment. You still can get the revenue from the advertising. People can sit at home. And I even said, like, football, okay, if you don't want to play with people in the stands, they can dub in, Right. Crowds. They can make it look like it's in a packed stadium, and me sitting at home. Well, that's what Koreans do. I watch some Korean baseball on ESPN, and they put cowboy cutouts in the stand, and then they pipe in the fake "Ooh, yay!" It was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. But that's what you can do. But even with the technology we have, because if you look at like a football game, all the stuff that they put on with like the lines on the field, the stats above the guys running, you know, they do all the stuff. They know all the people. Put fake people in the crowd. Right. And dub in, like you said, dub in the boo or the cha, right. And all that other stuff. And like me at home, I would think I'm watching a game that's with a packed stadium. Watch well, for us, still... but it's a billion dollar industry each, each fucking week. And they're worried about their players getting sick. Remember when this all started, it, it spread through the NBA, like wildfire. They're worried about their players getting sick. How are they going to play that pay their players if they don't have any revenue? True. You don't have any stands, uh, fans of the stands. You don't have any advertising revenue because you're not even on TV. So, everyone's I understand worry about their players getting sick great but how are you gonna pay them yeah well that's you the can't come to this is the rest like the, the rest of the economy the way Trump wants to open it up I mean he has a valid point there where it's just like we can't sustain as a country if we're not open and we're up and running and doing and you can to try do. to like go with this whole universal based income or this communist mentality where the government's gonna just take all the money and give it out to everybody but like I can tell you something the government keeps, well, I know economics, the government keeps printing money, they're going to devalue the dollar, and that dollar is not going to be worth anything, right? There's nothing to back it. And again, it's okay, so you think that the government can just print money, but if you don't have people working to make goods, eventually it's going to be depleted, right? And everyone's just going to get lazy. So, anyway. <laughs> All right, Bill. Well, can you commit to uh, recording next week? Are you going to come back and have more topics? Yeah, I'll more be value? Uh, next week, I'll, and then we can have, I'll uh, do my homework. And uh, this is a little more impromptu, but yeah, I, I, I'll be around next week.
I know. All right, are you going to get back to the your Instagram account and actually stop posting shit? Should we tell the audience to find you below the co-host on Instagram? Dude, I don't even remember what my, I don't even remember what my Instagram account is. It's below the co-host, one word. At Instagram. And you got to post shit. Yeah, you don't yeah. post. You don't, you don't share anything. You don't tell the audience to find you. You don't tell people to come to iTunes and rate us, review. You got to spread the word, Bilo. You have really dropped the ball this year. Really, more than more than usual. I'm going to spread the word like people spread the Rona. That's it. That's all I ask of you. All right, Bilo. That's the podcast. Do you have a tea mask? No, I have a tea mask. I should get one. You should have got a tea mask. You should have made a tea mask. I'm going to get a Red Sox one. Um, all right. Oh, that's uh, the tea podcast for Thursday, May 28th. That was the T-Podcast number 160. Bilo, until next time. All right. Until next time, everyone. Always take it there. Listen to both T and Bilo on the T-Podcast every Thursday on iTunes and tblog.com. You can send comments and questions along to both T and Bilo at t at t-blog.com. That's t at t-blawg.com. The show has now ended. T and Below have taken it there.